today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Earlier on the program, we were talking about uh, well this leaked document uh, that uh, is making the rounds at Queen's Park right now. And uh, the NDP, of course, the opposition parties have already gone crazy about this. Uh, it is uh, what some people are describing anyway as a draft plan for uh, reforming the health care system here in the province of Ontario, which, by the way, is something that uh, the Ford government said that they were going to address in the next little while. Uh, I'm not so sure that people knew how far along the process they are. Uh, anyway, uh, the document itself uh, is causing all sorts of consternation. And to add some clarity to this, uh, we're so pleased to welcome to the program the uh, Minister of Health for the province of Ontario, the Honourable Christine Elliott, joins us here on the uh, Bill Kelly Show. Minister, thank you so much for the time. Great you could, uh, that you could jump in with us today. Oh, it's a pleasure to join you, Bill. Thank you. Let's let's talk a little bit about this, if we could, about the, the document itself, and uh, and and I'm not going to go crazy like like the NDP about you know this is a, you know the world is coming to an end, but there are some radical changes being proposed and, and being outlined here. Maybe you could talk to us a little bit about where you are in this process. Sure. Well, we promised the people of Ontario that we were going to create a healthcare system that is connected and meets their needs throughout their lives, and that's what we're going to do. But I think there is a lot of misinformation out there right now that I would like to clarify. Please do. Because in politics, you know, we can disagree on a a lot of things, but one value that we all share is the right to universal access to a publicly funded health care system. This is a, a cornerstone of what it means to be Canadian. So that means you do not pay out of pocket for insured services, and it means you don't get to skip the line. Plain and simple. So we are investing in our publicly funded healthcare system. We want to make sure it's we want to make sure it's modernized, and we want to make sure it's centered around people and patients. Well, you've heard the the, the calls from the NDP right now, suggesting that this is uh, opening the door to privatization. Though they they seem to look at it totally differently from what you're describing. Well, uh, Andrew Horvath is simply wrong. Our government is committed to protecting and strengthening our publicly funded health care system. And, you know, she has been on the record many times stating that our system needs to be updated and modernized and centered around the patient. And the reality is um, that we have over 32,000 people in Ontario right now who are waiting to find spaces in long-term care homes. And every single day in Ontario, there are over 1,200 people in Ontario who are receiving hallway health care. That is not the way we should be running our health care system. People deserve better, and the health care providers need to be able to deliver the excellent care that they want to deliver in quality spaces. That's what we're concentrating our attention to, is meeting the needs of Ontarians. I want to ask you, there's some buzzwords in here that I, I think make some people a little bit nervous, though, Minister, and one of them is efficiencies. Uh, Dr. Devlin, uh, Ruben Devlin, who's uh, heading this task force for you, of course, uh, talked about finding efficiencies. Now, to an awful lot of people, and I'm sure you know, you've been in the game long enough to know that, that when you, people use the word efficiencies in government, they, tend to, they, they look at that as a euphemism for budget cuts. Is that where we're going here? No, what we're talking about is getting more more service and more provision of, of services and providers at the front line in healthcare. But what that means is what we are doing in the Ministry of Health is looking at the way we do every single piece of work. And some of those efficiencies are things that we can do within the ministry that will um, not only, they won't, negatively affect patient care that will positively help with patient care by putting more people on the front lines delivering services. 
So are we looking at, uh, well, let's, ta- let's talk about the impact. I know this is way too early in the process to start attaching numbers and, and, and budgets to this right now, but are we looking at investing more into health care or simply spending uh, less money into health care? I mean, or is it the same, just more efficiently? I mean, you've got a number of options here. Well, it, it's interesting because we're spending uh, a lot of money on health care in Ontario. It's $61 billion, but study after study has shown that we're not getting good value for those healthcare dollars. We need to spend money more wisely and center it around the patient. That's what the focus of our attention is, to make sure that the money that we spend is being spent on the things that people need. We need more long-term care homes. We need to make sure that people can be treated not in storage rooms and hallways of hospitals. We need to make sure that people who have mental health and addiction problems and concerns don't have to wait a year for services. That is not acceptable, and that is what we are going to improve. You probably could have written this report yourself, though, Mr. Bick. I mean, I know you spent the last number of years before you got back into government uh, as, as a patient advocate, of course, uh, in, in the Ontario health care system. And so uh, you know firsthand, you've heard from people about this. And so I, I'm preaching to the choir here when I tell you that, you know, the, and the people that are in the hallways right now are there because the people upstairs in some of those hospital beds shouldn't be in a hospital. They should be someplace else. There, there are long-term care facilities. There's wait times for those. Uh, there's a matter of affordability. I think uh, you saw the report last year that indicated that uh, the average cost per month of long-term care facilities in the GTA is about $5,000 a month. I mean, that's that's just out of the range for some people. So on and on it goes. Uh, hospice care, there's a number of different facets to this right now. Uh, I guess what we're doing is waiting for, when is this going to come into the conversation about alleviating the problem in hospitals by giving those people that need to be in other facilities the spots to be in those facilities? Well, you're absolutely right, Bill, and that is one of the uh, reasons that we made our campaign promise, which we are fulfilling, to create 15,000 long-term care bed spaces within five years because people um, deserve to have a place to go. No one wants to stay in hospital longer than they need to, but that's what's happening uh, because we don't have enough long-term care spaces. So once we, as we are doing that, we will then be creating the, uh, the the spaces within the hospital, which will alleviate the hallway medicine. So it's all connected, and we are working on all aspects of it at the same time. Uh, let's let's t- talk about the elephant in the room. And again, Andrea Horvath talking about privatization, and I know that we've talked to some people from health coalitions that are concerned about this. Um, and and I, I again, I don't want to you know start the fear mongering like like some of these people are doing at this stage. But in your opinion, is there a place for private facilities and for private care and private contributions to the healthcare system, or uh, that, that we can have a blend kind of a hybrid? Or do we even consider that going down that road? No, our our primary concern is on strengthening our public healthcare system. Um, that is what is most important to the people of Ontario, and that's what we're focusing our attention on because we know that um, that people expect to um, to uh, make sure that OHIP pays for their insured services, and that you don't need uh, there, there shouldn't be a place to skip the line because you have money. We are focused on our public system so everyone can have access to it. So, so enhancing what we've got already, in other words, enhancing the systems uh, under, under the OHIP system as opposed to looking at, at private uh, contributions. Yes, we want to modernize our, our public system, bring it into the, uh, the 21st century, look at digital options, but mostly make sure it's connected for people because people feel very 
disconnected sometimes from our system. If you have someone who's in hospital that leaves that needs to go to long-term care or to go to home care services, people feel that they, um, their health care system isn't there for them. We want to make sure that the public health care system is there for people every step along the way in their lives. Minister, talk to us about uh, what they have dubbed the super agency uh, that's being proposed in here. And again, this is, this is, there's not a whole lot of detail in, in Dr. Devlin's initial report here, uh, but I, I'm getting the sense just in the overview that I've read about this, uh, that you're talking about, uh, I don't know if it's disbanding or amalgamating anyway, some of the current agencies, Cancer Care Ontario and some of the places like this, under this big umbrella. How do you see this working? Well, we will have more to say in the future, but as far as the present purposes, um, all, I can assure you that we are looking at putting as much frontline care into place as possible. That is what the people of Ontario have told us, and that they want us to do it within our publicly funded system, and that's what we are focusing all of our attention on. But is, is, is there a concern here that, the, that this proposed, and this all it is at this stage is a proposal, uh, this super agency that they're talking about here is just going to add another layer of bureaucracy? It's all about frontline service. That's what we're concentrating on because we know that people um, need that to, um, to receive the services that they need in a timely manner. So who's going to, I guess the, the question is, who's going to administer it? Is, is it going to be this, this group of, I think the number that they're talking about was about 15 people on this board. Are, are they essentially going to be the ones that are going to make the determinations about what health care goes where in what part of the province? Well, we are going to continue to work at the Ministry of Health to make sure that the people of Ontario receive the services that they need wherever they live in the province of Ontario. That's my responsibility, and that's a responsibility I will continue to um, to uphold and to work on. Uh, are, are, are there LINs in your future? Do you see the, the local health integrated networks? Are they part of this? Are they, uh, with all their, their warts, and their, there's obviously a lot of concerns about those, as you know, Minister. I know you've heard an awful lot about that. But at the same time, one of the, the things on the plus side of the ledger with LINs is they, they, they were made in those community solutions. In other words, they could give you feedback, give the ministry feedback about what a particular community is going on. How do you endeavor to maintain that, that communication line between different communities in the ministry? It, we are continuing to, um, to plan and consult on the best way. To, to do that. Certainly regional concerns are very important, but at the end of the day, uh, I guess the buck stops with me. I am the Minister of Health. That is my responsibility and something that I take very seriously. Uh, when can we get an update on this? Uh, we're told that uh, obviously this is a document uh, uh, that the Toronto Star has published and the, obviously the opposition got a hold of, so we're talking about this. Uh, when can we start putting a little uh, meat on the bones here so we can get a, a fuller discussion about exactly what the proposal is going to look like? Well, we are continuing with our consultations. It's finalized, but um, we will be uh, uh, releasing some information in uh, in due course. Uh, Messenger, thank you so much for the time. I know it's been a busy day for you, and I really appreciate you jumping in here for a few minutes to uh, add some clarity to this. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Bill. Thank you again. That's Ontario Health Minister Christine Elliott uh, speaking to us today from Queen's Park about uh, what's going on here and the story that's circulating about this proposed super agency and revisions to the health care system. And as she says, it's a work in progress. And certainly we'd like to get her back in here to talk about that once they uh, give us some more of the details. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.